0: Hello, welcome to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today I have with me Steve Reinhardt.
1: Hi Noah, it's great to be with you. Yeah, we're finally I together. I like your
0: sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's really cool. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we're finally together, so that's nice. It's really great, even though it's October, what is it, 17th yeah, or something 17th. like that, 19th. in
1: 2020. 19th. And it's uh, we're still in the, the COVID-19 period where we're probably not supposed to be together we're supposed to be wearing our masks,
0: yes, which we usually
1: do um, when we're out and around out and about. strangers. And um, But because you're not wearing your mask today, and you're like, we're not keeping our social distance. I just want you to know that I'm judging you and looking down <laughs> on you. And uh, well, that's good. And I hope all the listeners and viewers are judging Noah because I've been talking to him here for about the last 30 minutes and I'm just thoroughly disgusted with his behavior.
0: And, and look at him, he's even laughing about it. I'm sick then. Well, if you can't tell, that's what we wanted to talk about today. We want to talk about behavior and how we all judge each other on behavior. And, you know, I was just talking to Steve about it and this is my belief on behavior. and. You guys can write me in and tell me if I'm wrong. That's fine. But my thought on behavior is, I think like I care about what Steve's behavior is. I think about my own behavior. I think about people in the church behaviors. Um, I think, I mean, you, my wife's behavior, she cares about my behavior. I think if I murder someone, you know, the judge cares about my behavior and I get sent to prison but I really don't believe that God cares about my behavior. I think that is just a huge roadblock when I just focus on behavior so much and not just focus on relationship with Him. What do you think about that, Steve? Well, chances are we're
1: wrong, okay? <laughs> okay. And so I would think, um, I think God does care about your behavior. Okay. Uh, but I don't think God's um because your behavior affects you and because he loves you mm-hmm. um yeah you know like if i saw you sitting here smashing your thumb with a hammer i i would care about your behavior okay i wouldn't want you to keep smashing your thumb with a hammer over repeatedly or banging your head into a wall yes uh, just yeah. because i care about you so i so i think he cares about us in that way He cares about our behavior because it affects us and others. But at the same time, I think what you're saying is that
0: he doesn't uh, accept us on our, based on our behavior. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And I think I, I miss said it too, is I think he doesn't, I I think he doesn't want us to focus on our behavior so much where that's all we're thinking about. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I can pick up a quarter and then I can just bring it closer and closer and closer. My behavior and tell, you know, my dad used to do that with a pin, you know, and then now now it's just my whole world. Mm -hmm. And now I don't see God. I don't see anybody in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I mean by that is, yeah, I don't think he likes us focusing on other people's behavior ours, because it, it, it steals our peace so much. I know it does for me when I constantly can focus on, let's say the government, if I want to dare do that, and, you know, it just takes your peace away completely on their behavior.
1: Yeah, that'd be depressing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so in that
1: sense, I agree with you, you know, 100% that we, if we, if we just focus on our own behavior or other people's behavior and judge it, uh, right? Because that's really what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we're saying, oh, my gosh, uh, you know, we're not to our election yet, but I can't wait till it's over uh yeah you know, it's like um, the bottom line is so uh i've make it i've made my judgment on government, and it's not my savior right, you know, but that's my judgment, yeah and, you know and I may be completely all wet, but i uh, i think uh you know from my and from probably all of our perspectives we are like oh my gosh i'm right i'm mm-hmm. you know my judgment's the only one it's the correct one uh and and then we then we have to find other things to support that judgment so like you know like oh my gosh my positive judgment is I really like that sweatshirt yeah and I think I'll probably have to kill you to get one and so so I'm you know at that point it's like oh my gosh I'm gonna I'm judging something so valuable uh, that is actually more valuable than our relationship right all those judgments um, you know when we start judging Uh, Like, and I think that's kind of your point in saying God doesn't care. Like, he's not making those judgments. No. Uh, And, uh, you know, and it kind of reminded me of this diagram. And maybe uh, sometime you could post it on your, uh, do a screen share or something like that. Yeah. uh, Of that one that was in a conference about uh, acceptance Mm -hmm. and what our acceptance is based on. Yes. Uh, And I think maybe that's what you're talking about also is, uh, but you can... Tell me, is it based, you know, what do you, what do you think our acceptance with God is
0: based on? Well, so what do you mean? Like, what do I think he accepts me with? Yeah, is it based on how good a person you are, how good a
1: Christian you are, what your behavior is like?
0: No, I, I really feel like it's just me accepting him. And when I accept him into my heart, then I'm, I'm, I think he's accepted me and I've accepted him and we just move on. But I think where us humans get trapped is, one, we compare, which that doesn't ever work out. You know, I can definitely compare with you if I see that you're doing better than I am. Or I could compare with like a religious person, you know, someone who's got all their dues and they have them all lined up and it looks like they're doing pretty good. They look happy. Mm -hmm. And how free in Christ am I really? When I don't do those do's. So I think that's where we get hung up as humans. Just we judge. I mean, I've heard people say they don't judge people, but I don't see how that's possible. And maybe I'm wrong, but even I've tried to not judge people and I still do it. Always pops in my head. But that's, I guess that's the question too, is if, if I'm going to judge your behavior, Steve and come to you, do you, think, do you think we're trying to get the person to be like us and act more like our behavior? or, I mean, what do you think of that? Or do you think I'm way off on that? No, I, th- I think you're right. I think we,
1: we're, you know, or me, is it's, it's kind of fun to look down on people. Yeah. So I... Well, it I, makes me feel better. Yeah, it makes me feel better. And it's, it's, it's actual... You know, like you were talking about, we were talking about earlier and before the podcast, uh, some of the pleasures of, of uh, pornography or you could say drinking mm-hmm. or you could say, I could say prayer or, or religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of those things have pleasure. But, and for me, judging people, looking down, because that's really what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking down on others. I've got this wonderful feeling of... Mm. My gosh, I'm morally superior to other people. Yeah. Uh, You know, I'd I'd love to say that that doesn't exist in me, but actually it does. And it's really a strong motivation. Yeah. Uh, So I think probably you're right is uh, that we would like other people to change and be different Mm -hmm. uh, or be like us. Yeah. You know, I'd love it if, like, all the people watching this podcast um, were just like me. Mm. Except then we'd all probably kill each other. Yeah, I would guess uh, so. When it lasts but, long, But we would, uh, But it, I, you know, and they would agree with me, and they would see me as right, and as the paragon of uh, moral superiority. Oh, like, yeah. I'm the guy who's got his stuff together, and more than any other way, I'm the ultimate guru, right? Yeah. That we would, or is the word your dad used. The last conversation I had with him, he said to me, Kind of, and it's kind of like uh, in the conversation we're having now, uh, he said to me, Steve, I am done being the answer man.
0: Mm.
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm finished being the answer man. People come to me for answers, mm. uh, for all of life's problems, and they, like he's the ultimate judge. You
0: know, it's a cool. really unfair position to put him in. Well, it is because... Us as humans, it's so easy to go to you, Yeah. sometimes a bit easier than to go to God. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'll get an answer from, you know, Mike Wells right away. Yeah. I might not get an answer right away from God, or I might not hear it. Yeah. Or you might not like it. Or you might not like it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, or you might think, oh my gosh, my behavior is so bad I can't even go ask him.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, you know, so... All of those things, I think, tie into the what you're a really important point you're bringing up about uh, our judging uh, each other based on our behavior.
0: Yeah. Uh, So. Yeah, and I I think like I've heard this from many, many Christians when they're talking to me, they'll say, "Oh, this person does this, this, and that," and they claim they're a Christian. Well, (laughs) you're judging their behavior. On their salvation
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know and that's the part where I'm like ooh uh, I don't really like that too much because if we are all judged on behavior I'll tell you right now we're all going to hell and then to me there was no point in Jesus coming Mm. because Jesus came to save Mm. (laughs) he didn't come to judge he came to save yeah he actually had more trouble with the
1: The well behaved folks uh, than he did with the yeah. prostitutes and tax collectors and the greedy people. Exactly. Uh, so I think that's, you have like a story or a, kind of an epiphany about that, don't you?
0: Well, I just have this one story about that. Uh, I was, you know, when God first called me into ministry, he would keep me up just night after night. And, you know, he'd keep me up to like four or five in the morning. I'd get up at six to go paint. I'd go paint. He'd give me enough energy to work a full 10-hour day, and then I'd come home exhausted, and then he'd keep me up. But what we were constantly talking about was, is God kept talking to me about he wanted to know his people. I remember that many times he kept saying that to me. He wants a relationship. Kept talking about relationship, relationship. So, you know, him and I would talk and talk and talk all through the night of just like, okay, how am I going to convince people to go have a relationship with you when they feel like they've been let down or they're doing bad things and behavior and they don't feel like they can even come to you. You're not a safe person or safe God, I guess. And then I was in Canada. I was out there for one of Chad Salen's trainings. And I wanted to see how he did it and just kind of get with the people and stuff. And, and I was—I remember it was so cold there, but I was walking out of my little room and I was like, God, I just don't, I don't know how to convince people to go to you. And he spoke to me and it was a really cool thing what he said to me. He said, all of Jesus's friends on earth were sinners. So why wouldn't he want to be friends with you now? <laughs> And that just like it was so simple, but it just hit me like, oh yeah, all of Jesus' friends were just total mess ups, screw ups, people that you would think you'd never want to hang out with, all sinners, and he was all friends with them. So he wants you. He wants you right now, where you're at, in any behavior, anything you're doing right now. He still wants you. He still just wants to walk with you and and just have that relationship. I think that's the cool part about having the freedom in Christ. And trust me, do I always have freedom in Christ? No, I do not. I beat myself up a lot. I mean, so bad where, like I've talked about in my podcasts before, where I mess up on a word. I'll beat myself up for like four days. And whoever I sent the word to probably didn't think anything of it. And I know that's a small thing, but to me it's a huge thing. To me, it's that huge pin I've put up here, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I've made a fool of myself." Oh, but well, wait a minute, Jesus, Whoa. Jesus wants me weak, <laughs> you know. So
1: I still struggle. So, so can I be the devil's devil's advocate? Because like that's well, where my best job is. You that know? So, this is what you do, Steve. I know. Let's it's, see what you got. So, so like you, you said, uh, you know, it my behavior doesn't really matter, and that uh, Jesus was uh, when he walked the earth, he was friends with uh, sinners, and mm-hmm. why wouldn't he be uh, my friend, something like that. Yeah. Well, those, those people's sin wasn't as bad as mine. Right.
0: So, wouldn't that be comparing? Yeah, so you got a problem with comparing? <laughs> I <laughs> guess Like not. I compare I mean, myself it,
1: all the, tar- all the well, time.
0: I guess I would say to that is, you can, yet again, God gives us choice. So I can choose to be miserable. I can choose to be miserable all day long. I can choose to just only think about, I can do this for the rest of my life if I want mm-hmm. and think this one small thing is my biggest problem. So if I said, to, so, so you don't really buy the, that my
1: sin's worse than those people that he was hanging out with? No. Okay. I
0: think, I, you're, you're to, me, I well. nice. no. to me, I don't, to me, I do, but I could be wrong on this, but I do not see one sin greater than the other. I see it all the same. I see it all as a separation mm-hmm. from him. And I think he thinks the same way. It's just a separation. When I start getting stuck in sin, where do you think, I, where do you think in my head where God is in my area? Probably. <laughs> yeah, he's very, very far away. Yeah, like on the other side of the universe. Even though he's in me, just going, come on, man. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Come on. So you don't think he really moved away? no i do not i think he lives there no matter what and that's what i've and that's what one of the main things that helped me get out of pornography is recognizing that he was in me and when i would go to go do it i would invite him to come with me i would recognize he's with me okay i'm gonna go do it now Mm -hmm. but i want you to come with me even though i feel like i'm stuck here and i can't get out of this Mm -hmm. but let's see what you do when i recognize that you're with me and I'm telling you, it, it really did help. I mean, not saying it worked right away. Like six months down the road, all of a sudden I was looking at it, and I was praying for the people in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, this is cool. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. really cool. God turned some sin into something really cool, so, where I'm actually praying for the people. Yeah, so
1: we could probably do that with
0: um, any
1: anything else that we might be struggling with. Is just to yes. invite Christ uh, in it. Yes, but i want to back up a little bit because okay. uh, you know, like, you don't really know me at my worst level. If you knew me at my worst level, you know, you'd probably you might you might change your mind that uh, that Christ would want to be friends uh, with somebody like me. Because I mean, I have some really uh, gory uh, fantasies sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you re- re- reply to somebody? Maybe our know, maybe our listeners are like me, like you've got like these. Uh, murderous
0: thoughts and well i, I uh, guess healing sometimes yeah i guess that's the cool part when you accept christ and why we need a savior so much because god made it where you cannot escape from sinning as in even if you're thinking of it you doing you've done it in your heart so no matter what all that stuff is forgiven as soon as you accept christ mm-hmm. past present future you know, just like I talked about, he just washes it away every time you do wash it washing away, wash it away, and so I think that's the the cool part and stuff I like to think about of a reminder of having a savior and how he saves us now and forever. Mm. I guess is that good enough or yeah yeah no, okay.
1: i it kind of reminds me of one of my friends who mm who turned to Christ from Islam. And I said, like, why did you, why would you do that? You know, like you're in Islam, you get a look down on everybody. That's for, kind of attractive. And he goes, uh, in Islam, uh, there's no savior. And I need a savior. I really, I need a savior. i you know, mm-hmm. I sense that in me. I, mm-hmm. I need a savior. And I think that's, you know, that's really great. Uh, and that, and that, our Savior would walk with us just like we are. Yeah, you know, like he did, like Jesus, uh, when he was when he walked the earth, he didn't like uh, go through the part of Jerusalem or Bethlehem or whatever. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and, and like his message wasn't, "Hey, get your act together." When you guys got it all dialed in, I'll be back. Yeah, uh, but but he dove right in and he rubbed shoulders with the, with mm-hmm. us. Yeah, and with the tax collectors, with the prostitutes, with the uh, greedy folks, mm-hmm. with the mean people, with the people yeah. that were, you know, like Peter was. I'm guaranteeing you, he was not aiming to kill, chop off the high priest's ear. I'm sure to like, hey, yeah. watch this. I'm really, I can really aim. I am can like just nick this ear. Uh-huh. I'm gonna chop off the ear. He was aiming for the guy's head. Right. Uh, so. We're, I mean, we're talking about murderous people mm-hmm. that Jesus hung out with, yeah. and, uh, he, and he he and and his message wasn't, get your behavior right, yeah, and then I'll be, as soon as you get your behavior right, we can be friends. Yeah, you can follow me then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but instead, uh, and I think that's, uh, and it doesn't, uh, you know, I'd, li- I'd like to acknowledge that, you know, like oftentimes my behavior uh, isn't really pleasant. Right. To be around for you know yeah. people that love me Definitely. and I make mistakes and uh-huh. uh, and I feel sad about it and i and i feel uh, you know i I would prefer to walk through life and never hurt anybody mm. uh, just but i do yeah honestly i do and 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 I'm so glad that you brought this up because oftentimes i would i would think uh, that the people that love me
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: Lord would go, Oh my gosh, that's like too much. It's too much pain being in a, in a relationship with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and like, I don't yeah. want to be around you anymore. Girl. Yeah, and, and we, and we label each other these mm-hmm. days, yeah. and, you know, and one of the, so far I've, I've only met one other person. Uh, well, bully's the good label for now. Right. Uh, I've only, yeah. I've only met one other person uh, on earth and besides me that's bullied people. So, Like him and I have been really busy because Mm. so many people have been bullied, Mm. but I haven't met any other bullies, Mm. uh, just me. and
0: and, and Like I I know that I have
1: and and still do sometimes. Mm. And it's, uh, you know, I regret it. Uh, And and at the same time, uh, it's kind of like you were saying about uh, judging. Um, I think we all, we walk that fine line between judging one another. Mm And, and bullying, or or we like to label the oh my gosh that person's toxic yeah they're toxic po- they're person, poison
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: oh my gosh you know if you're getting next to a toxic person what'd it happen it'll kill you yeah uh, well I'm guessing they've got lots of toxins in me yeah and then we all do that's not from chemo yeah,
0: yeah it's yeah, the real man. thing yeah
1: <laughs> that's deep yeah it's <laughs> deep but 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 it's so cool because Christ. Uh, hangs out with us. I know. And doesn't back away. He doesn't back away. He doesn't walk away and go, nope, that's too much yeah, like for me. Too much time out. This is, yeah. we're calling it quits. Yeah. Uh, and, and so so let me be devil's advocate. It's like, you know, uh, there's, there's things in the Bible that says, you know, and I can think of a couple uh, uh, that you'll go to hell based on your behavior.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, how are you going to answer that? Like, you know, in the book of Revelation, you know, this one's always frightened, tr- frightened to me, so I'd love to hear your answer. Is like, uh, we, th- we think of <clears throat> people that we don't like or and don't do the sins we do, but uh, in the book of Revelation, it's just like
0: absolutely clear, like all liars go to hell. Hmm. Well, I would probably say there's, it, it says, what there's one unforgivable sin in the bible but no one knows what it is Mm, yeah some people say it's i mean a lot of people assume it's uh walking away from god i don't know how you walk away from a god when he lives in you but maybe that's it i don't know denying him could be yeah yes so uh so i don't have to
1: worry about that one that one i wouldn't worry about oh really yeah me personally
0: i wouldn't but okay well why not uh, because when you accept Christ all of that has been washed away your Savior has washed all that away there's no point to me there would be no point whatsoever for Jesus to come here and die for us he shouldn't even come then if we're gonna worry about all that stuff mm-hmm. because, because what's so it's the point so the price has been paid price has been paid over and over and over again every time we sin Woo-hoo. it gets Paid for, so so I don't,
1: I don't have to, be sweating bullets, uh, because every
0: once in a while no, I actually do lie. Do yes, you know, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, but, I would not. I mean, I think, I think I've said this before, and maybe people won't like it, but I think God is such a selfish God. He wants us so badly, so badly he wants a relationship with us, and he'll. Sometimes put really bad things in your life Mm -hmm. to turn you to him. And he just wants you so, so bad just to know you, just to, and he knows you already, but he wants that communication. Like Steve and I still have to talk every once in a while or we're going to grow apart. Mm -hmm. And, but the nice thing about God is he does live in us. He's always with us. I just feel like you'd be missing out on the relationship with him. And I can I want to just say two more things. I don't know what our time is, but, you know, I think the cool part about being with Christ is when you start looking at everybody as the same, like we all sin. When you look at the person who's preaching up top there, you're like, oh, man, he's so much better than me. No, he's not. He is the same. That's how God made it. Mm. He made it where all of us sin, even if we're thinking it, we're still doing it in our heart. I mean, how no one can escape that. No matter how great they think they are or what they're showing what they are, they're not. They are all the same. We are all the same because we have Jesus in us. We are all exactly the same. And that is what I really love about following Jesus. You want to add anything to that? Kind of depressing thought. (laughs) (laughs) Because then you can't judge people for their Oh my gosh.
1: Like part of... And part of the things that, uh, yeah, being special, you know, another thing about being uh, judging people is I get to say I'm special. Yeah. Oh exactly, my gosh. Yeah. You just like dashed my, uh, belief that, Oh my gosh, I'm special. I've got it all figured out. So one more, one more quick devil's advocate thing. is okay. that, Uh, man, I gotta get the right beliefs. I gotta get this all figured out. Right. Or God won't accept me. If I don't have like, mm. like if my theology is off in the least, and God's going to, you know, like, uh, I'm going to be screwed up mm-hmm. and God's not going to accept me.
0: Yeah. Well, so right you're like thing. saying like someone who's really religious or someone who's,
1: you know, I just want to believe the right thing. You oh, know, okay. Yeah. That's I've, what you're I've, saying. I've got to get it right. Yeah. Uh, that's so important uh, because God's not going to accept me if I don't get this thing figured out. If oh, I don't yeah. have the right uh, beliefs even about just living life or abiding you know what if my what if my idea about
0: abiding is messed up god's not gonna like that well and that's the cool part about having jesus in us is he'll bring you to that he'll squeeze you when you need to be squeezed he'll let you go when you don't need to be squeezed it is honestly i think his responsibility to move us in that direction of doing the right thing and to me the right thing is just Accepting Christ, honestly. I mean, like I said, you don't even, if you don't want to have a relationship with him, you don't have to. You're just missing out. That's all. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you have to feel like you have to get everything right. I don't think it's possible. God wants you weak. He always talks about how much he wants us weak. Well, stay weak. And then he can be strong in you. Okay. I'd rather I like, like that. Enough. I like that. Okay.
1: So I, can, you're you're good good with, that? so I can be a sheep. I don't have to be the shepherd of myself. That's correct. Yes. I can just be a sheep. Yes. Just a crazy old dumb sheep and just eat whatever's before me and, yeah. and jump the fences and exactly do what sheep do.
0: Well, and I'm sure you've gone through times in life. I've gone through times in life where I'm in a weird place and people are kind of looking at me like, why are you there? Because God's working on me. He's squeezing me. And I'm going to say weird things sometimes because I'm a human. Mm. And but God is in control of that. He is working in me. He lives in me. He's working towards it. And I think the end goal is relationship. He wants to know his people so badly. Mm. Well, that's great. And it's nice
1: that he cares so deeply and would want. Yeah, I, I to think have so. a relationship with us. You know. You know. I've. I, we're probably out of time. I got a quick story to tell about my grandson. Uh, my grandson's ten. And uh, the other day, he did this sort of classic manipulation job on me and my son to get to come over and hang out here at our house. Mm-hmm. And you know, like so, he I, I, he said, uh, uh, "We're at the shop," and he and I said, "I'm taking you home." Uh, and uh, he goes, "Oh no, take me over! I got to see grandma! I got to see grandma!" And she said, "No, I'm taking you home." And he goes, "Well, what if my folks said it's okay?" I said, "I'm taking you home." So he. We're driving in the car, so the car's got the new thing. It's got a phone on it. He calls his daddy, and he and his dad says, uh, "What are you What are you doing?" And um, he says, "I said I'm bringing white home." And he goes, "No, Dad. If If it's okay with you, can I just go over and see Grandma?" <laughs> and Josh goes, "It's okay with me if it's okay with me, your grand yeah. Grandma." And I said, "Well, I was gonna take him home." I said, "But Dad, it's okay with you, right?" And I, says, I said, "So." So I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna be interesting. And we've both just been manipulated. So I said, mm-hmm. okay. I said, what time does he need to be home? 7.30. So seven, so, so it's like we hang up and I think, oh my gosh, I am furious now. I just got <laughs> manipulated by a 10-year-old. I'm never like, I don't know about the podcasters or the people listening, but I can't never won a power struggle with a kid. Mm. Ever. I mean, I've never won a power struggle with an adult and so i'm thinking oh my gosh i just lost a power struggle and i'm furious so now uh, it's embarrassing to admit but the first thing that runs through my mind is i've got this kid from like 4 30 till 7 30. i'm going to make it the worst three hours of his life <laughs> for manipulating me about <laughs> him home. Uh, uh-huh. and it's embarrassing to admit but that was what's going through my mind it's like what can i do when we get home it's freezing cold out i'm going to make him cut the grass then I'm gonna weed, make him weed whack, mm-hmm. and for three hours he's gonna be like he's gonna wish he never manipulated me into. This is what's going on in my right, mind. Yeah, so yeah. okay, this is what's punishment. Going. So yeah, and so so the butt it dawned on me. He's like, wait a minute, I'm gonna be punishing myself for those three hours. Mm-hmm. This okay, is this great. is insane. Uh-huh. This is my grandson. So instead of uh, doing that, I switched gears. And what, I'm, mm-hmm. and then my point of the story is i want a relationship with him
0: mm-hmm. i want a
1: relationship with him i love him mm-hmm. i love his annex i even love it when he manipulates me because i but because it, it gives me an opportunity for a, a deeper closer relationship so i said hey guess how i'm feeling was normal <laughs> and i said no i'm actually feeling really angry mm-hmm. uh, with you because i I just got manipulated into doing something that I wasn't planning on. Mm. I had plans for other stuff I needed to get done, yeah. Uh, and I'm feeling uh, upset, yeah, uh, with you. Uh huh. And uh, he goes, Oh, I said, well, How are you feeling? He goes, Normal. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we so, but we had this great interchange yeah. communication. Uh, and by the time we got home, uh, you know, he, we had uh, reconciled mm. and. Um, and then he had asked me to forgive him and, mm. and I had done the same and, we, and it was the, uh, the desire of my heart was, was more to be close with him and mm. feel close with him yeah. than to have his behavior be uh, perfect. And in fact, uh, the fact that his behavior wasn't perfect mm. uh, was a great opportunity. Yeah. Uh, for me to feel closer to him, for me to be able to engage him and say, "Oh my gosh, I'm feeling yeah. so, I'm feeling so angry,"
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I've got these other thoughts going on that are going to punish us both. Right. Mm-hmm. And to be able to be closer, feel closer with him because of that was mm-hmm. um, not bec- not because his uh, behavior was perfect, but because his behavior wasn't perfect was a great opportunity.
0: Uh, for us to have yeah. to deepen our relationship. Well, yeah, and you get to choose that too. You could have chose to punish him for three hours, or you could have and chose myself. yeah, and yourself, mm-hmm. which it would have been more on yourself. <laughs> yeah, but, which is so nice. You still get that choice. It is. It is. We. It is. But so. So my point, in selling that a long winded
1: story was, uh, I think the Lord is uh, like us times a billion, and He is. He wants a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. He wants to feel close to us. He wants yes. us to sense that nearness that your dad mm-hmm. talked about. That, that you know, the the nearness of Christ really makes all these other things not matter. Yeah. If I sense His nearness, mm-hmm. you know, they're important. The things that go on in our lives are important. To yeah, you, and, and they're uh, still and be the, there. And their suffering is mm-hmm. real. Is real. Yes. Uh, but when I sense that He's with me. And in me Mm -hmm. uh, then it's like oh my gosh yeah my body's messed up Mm -hmm. but but he's yeah he's with me and and uh, it's so nice to have that message from you uh, that uh, he's about a relationship with me Mm -hmm. and not and not a a relationship in terms of a like a a clinical oh my gosh you gotta do Mm -hmm. X Y and Z
0: to be in a good relationship, but anywhere we are at, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's what's so so special mm-hmm. when He chooses. You know, he's just when He's choosing us. You know, I don't know. It's just so. It's just great. Yeah, it is. And you know, so, I I just want to add this one story. I'm sure we're running way over, but I just <laughs> wanted to add this one last story. But the you know, I was since I was never able to read the Bible at a young age and in my twenties and stuff, God really spent the time on showing me things instead and teaching me that way. And that's why I'm always saying he's in control of you. He, I mean, not in control of you where he doesn't have, you don't have choice, but he'll show you if you need to see it. So he's, he's shown me a lot of things in life and it was right after my dad passed away and I was really struggling and I was really mad at God. I kept saying, man, I don't, I don't understand this whole point of life thing. Like, so my dad worked so hard for you and then he dies. And then what, that's it. We don't get to see him. He doesn't get to retire. We don't get to spend more time with him. You know, I was having a real like choosing to be angry Hmm. and this went on for about a week. And I was just so mad. Like, couldn't sleep at night. I was just yelling at God the whole time, really feeling sorry for myself. And, I remember getting really depressed and I told my wife, I said, Hey, I'm gonna go out to our shed. At that point, we had like a workout gym there and I said, Hey, I'm gonna go out there and just try to, you know, hit the bag or something just to get some of this anger out. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as I went out there, all of a sudden this pain came over my whole body. And I'm telling you, it was like the worst pain I've ever gone through in my life. And I've gone through a lot of pains in my life. it dropped me to my knees, and I crawled back into the house, and I was pouring sweat, and my wife was like, oh my goodness, do I need to call 911? And I said, no, I need to go down the basement and talk to God. And so I crawled down to the basement, still in so much pain, and I got on my knees, and I was like, oh man, this is terrible. And right then, God spoke to me and said, well, there it is. You want it so bad. You want to die. Because I was talking, I forgot that in the story, I kept thinking about suicide, And he said, well, there you go. There it is. I'll take you right now if that's what you want. And I sat there for a minute, and then I finally figured out what this life is about, and that is having a relationship with him, even through pain, even through suffering, everything. Am am I willing to miss out on that? Because he will take me right now. So do I want to miss out on that? And I said, no, I don't want you to take me here, leave me soon as I said that, the pain just went away instantly. And then I just started bawling. But I sat on our couch just crying my eyes out. My wife came down and was like, are you okay? And I was shaking because my body was still in shock of the, all the pain. And then I just sat there and just really just enjoyed being with the Lord. And really, I just wanted to share that with you, just how much God is in our lives and how much He wants you, and that's what I mean by He's a selfish God. He wants so much of us that He will sometimes do things like that to us, and say, "Hey, I'll take you if you want." No, I do not want to miss out on the relationship that I can have on Earth with you. Like I've heard of people talk about, like, "Oh, when I get, get to heaven, I want, I want God to tell me I've done a good job." No, what I want to do when I get to heaven hey, Jesus, hey, Noah, and walk past him, because we know each other already. I think that'd be the best part ever. It's just, we know each other. So, hey, hey, good to see you. Yeah, all right, and move on. So I just wanted to add that story just to show you how much God loves you, how much God wants a relationship with us, and it does not matter in our behavior. Because if it really did matter in behavior, I'm telling you right now, God would not want me in ministry. I would not belong in ministry because my behavior is bad. Yeah, and probably not in life either. And probably not in life either. Yeah, he should just take me home if that's the case. And the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. And so,
1: well, thanks for listening. Steve, you got anything else? No, it's just great being with you and love hearing your stories and uh, what the Lord's teaching and showing you and uh, wonderful to be able to walk with, walk with the Lord within mm-hmm. you and, yeah, and that's right. fun of, have the most relationship with you. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll do another one soon.